Pursuing Faithfulness on this edition of Truth and Love. I'm Dale Johnson, and you're listening to Truth and Love, a podcast of the Association of Certified Biblical Counselors, where we seek to provide biblical solutions for the problems that people face. Just last week, many of us were together in South Lake, Texas, for our annual conference, and what an unbelievable time that we had. Incredible speakers, uh, wonderful fellowship. Uh, The time together was just so memorable and so enjoyable. And now we start a new week, and this week we begin Truth and Love, and it's my first opportunity to lead this podcast, and I'm really excited about our time moving forward and how we think through all the things that we want to do on the podcast. The first thing that I want to do, however, is I want us to look back at the faithfulness of, uh, of Heath Lambert. I'm so grateful for Dr. Lambert and his work with ACBC. Uh, the work that he's done has just been tremendous. We had an opportunity, if you were with us, to join together to tell him thank you for all the work that he's done, for his faithfulness, for his diligence, for the way in which he led our organization, the way in which he championed biblical counseling for the last several years uh, with ACBC. I do want to highlight, if I can, several of Heath's achievements during his time with ACBC, because I think it's something that we should all remember. We should praise the Lord for Heath's faithfulness and the way in which he served us. The scriptures tell us in Hebrews chapter 13, in verse 7, it says, Remember your leaders, those who spoke to you the word of God, and consider the outcome of their way of life, and imitate their faith. And so I think it's appropriate. This passage is certainly talking about our pastors, but Heath has done a a really good job of leading our organization, and and I think we should honor him for that, the way he's led us in the Word, so many years of teaching and that sort of thing. And so we should be excited and we should celebrate. Let, Let me mention just several things, several achievements that he had over his tenure. The name change. We now are the Association of Certified Biblical Counselors. For over 35 years, our name was the National Association of Neuthetic Counselors, and under Heath's leadership, we, we changed that name in 2013. We updated our membership covenant in 2013 as well. It's a critical piece of literature from our organization. The standards of doctrine, I cannot tell you how critical uh, this document has been for our organization in bringing together a standard of what we believe, a statement of faith that we believe in. This is what we agree on. And he was able to bring that about through the work of uh, the board and Heath's leadership in 2015. He followed that up in 2016 with a standard of conduct. How should counselors act, biblical counselors? What is the expectation? How do we respond? Nothing at least that I'm aware of, had existed in the world of biblical counseling until that document was, was written as a, as a guide, a, a code, so to speak, of how we should act. There was a statement on mental illness written in 2014. There was also a statement on sexuality at our conference in Louisville in 2015. This past year, We had record-breaking conference attendance. This was the largest in the history of our organization in 2018. 
Uh, we also have had, over the last several years, record-breaking membership growth. I mean, this is the largest that our organization has been in our history. We've had a 60% increase in the last five years. We're over 1,800 members now. Praise the Lord for that. Uh, what about the Truth and Love podcast? Heath has been faithful over 170 podcasts that he's produced. And over that time, we've had over 700,000 people listen to the podcast. And then another, which I'm excited about continuing, is our ACBC essays, which uh, our first volume came out in 2017. And then many of you received specializations this past year at our conference. Heath rolled out that idea in 2017, an idea we hope to continue at some point. So a lot of things that we can be thankful for. Uh, these are some of the achievements, but even more so, the resources that we have of Heath's faithful teaching uh, in the form of uh, books and in the form of his preaching and teaching. And praise the Lord, we are so thankful for his time that he devoted. And uh, I, I want to remind you, if you will, just pray for his time at First Baptist Jacksonville. The Lord has given him a new responsibility that we are so grateful for, but it's a big responsibility to be a shepherd of such a large and, and uh, influential, wonderful church. And so uh, we pray for Heath on a regular basis uh, for this task now that the Lord has called him to do. Uh, the Lord tells us in his word that it's an honorable thing to seek to be an overseer. And so we need to pray for him in this process. Now, I do want to talk a little bit about direction for the podcast. How do we think about this? I don't know that I want to change a whole lot. I'm so appreciative of all the things that Heath was able to do with the podcast, uh, but maybe a couple of areas of focus. Maybe we can think about it like that. One of my goals, if we were to think through, Hebrews 5.14 comes to mind. Uh, listen to this passage, 5.14. It says, But solid food is for the mature. For those who have their powers of discernment trained by constant practice to distinguish good and evil. One of my primary goals is that uh, we become mature, that we learn to discern good and evil. There are all kinds of ideas out there about counseling methodology, about doctrine and theology, and I want us to be able to use the information that we receive to learn to be discerners of good and evil. I think it will train us to be better counselors. Of course, we're going to continue with interviews. It's always fun to get to know other people throughout our organization, the work that they're doing, um, the, the ways God is blessing them to, to be involved in different areas. I'm excited that we continue to get to know other people, to hear from them. Maybe the Lord allowed them to walk through an experience and the way in which they've been comforted. Now he's going to allow us an opportunity to be comforted by the things that they learn. So learning from other people, I think that's going to be important. Resources. This is a great way for us to be introduced to, to new resources, books that have come out or teaching opportunities, those types of things. Uh, as we listen to people talk through things that they've written or things that they've, they've thought through and, and they're producing resources. So the podcast itself then becomes a resource as we work through passages of the scripture and we, we uh, brainstorm on how to think through some of these ideas and how to apply them uh, biblically in the counseling room. I also want to use it for instruction, that this would be a, a way to for us to learn in the Scriptures together, to learn to think biblically. I mean, at, at base, when we think about biblical counseling, what we're doing is we're listening for unbiblical thinking, and we're trying to teach the counselee how to, how to think biblically. So we're listening for unbiblical thinking, and we're learning to correct that with biblical truth. 
And then maybe a, a fourth thing that I want to think about is uh, apologetic. Biblical counseling has done a wonderful job over the past several years beginning to formulate um, exactly what we believe, and, and we have tons of resources now that we're so grateful for. Uh, but we still, every generation has to wrestle with uh, an apologetic of why we believe what we believe and being able to defend what we think about biblical counseling and what we think about other forms of counseling. And so I always want us to be vigilant with those types of topics uh, on the podcast to make sure that we're articulating from a biblical perspective, distinguishing what we believe uh, very firmly in the scriptures and how we practice that from other ways of thinking. And then, and then maybe finally we would think through current events. I mean, you know that life is happening in our country at a rapid rate. Things are happening so fast with so many ideas thrown around. It seems like we're in this downward spiral consistently in so many arenas of our culture. And so I want us to be able to use this time to address some of those issues. And I want you to work with us as we as we think through those current events and how we can think through those issues biblically, uh, whether we're talking about sexuality or things like the Me Too movement that's going on now. And so these types of issues are going to be critical as we think well about these in the church and particularly the counseling issues that we're going to face as a result. So I hope you'll join me. I'm excited about what we're going to learn in the future. We're so thankful for all the material that we have in uh, the over 170 podcasts that have already been produced. And we look forward to many more. And we hope that it's going to be a great resource for you. We also uh, want to look forward to your questions. I know that's been a highlight of the way we've used the podcast in the past. And so I, I want to make sure that we're hearing from you. Uh, we want to answer questions that you have. We're excited to work through some of those questions. We already have a bank of those questions that I want to address in podcasts in the near future. And so uh, keep your questions coming. We want to be a resource for you. We want to be able to provide information for you. You're listening to Truth and Love, a podcast of ACBC. Earlier, I mentioned that we want to hear from you. We want to hear your questions. And you can send us those questions at truthinlove at biblicalcounseling.com. For more information about biblical counseling and our other resources and training events, you can find us at biblicalcounseling.com.